Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child, her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press a button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Are you a, a big fan of studies? Love you, studies, yeah. You love studies. I do. What do you mean? Like, well, it's just I don't know. like I don't like to study. No, no. I mean, uh, did you do you keep track of uh, scientific studies, social studies, uh, uh, things that? Uh, yeah. You know, they, they get these think tanks together and they study stuff. Yeah, I like that. I like to see what they do. Do you get uh, studies at home in the mail? Is, is that something you subscribe to? What do you mean? Like they're asking me? Like studies monthly? <laughs> no. No, but I, I like Psychology Today. I love that magazine. Uh, the Week. All these these kind of publications have have studies that have come out. Studies okay, show. Well, okay, well then because the of that. latest study? Okay, well, uh, this isn't necessarily latest, but it is, uh, it, it's been out there for a few months. And uh, I wrote about it not too long ago, too. And I said, surely there are jobs out there where people are strictly hired to study studies. In other words, study studies to study studies. It certainly must be study work, steady work, because it seems studies of all kinds are being created and devoured just as quickly as Twinkies these days. Mm -hmm. There really are a lot of them out there. The difference is, in the case of too many studies, it's the brain that gets soft and fat creating a cognitive cream filling in the head. See, I'm still making that Twinkies, I really Twinkies I really, analogy. I got it, but I really okay. don't know what you're talking about. Well, here I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. You name it, there are a multitude of studies uh, right. for it. Education, sure. uh, medicine, science, culture, hypnotic, uh, hypnosis, religion, uh, not to mention studies about moles, both the kind in your back and in the backyard. Okay. So Virginia Tech... I would ask the question, did you really need to do yet another study? And their answer was, yes, we did. So here's what their study concluded. They proved what everybody already kind of suspected, that when you put a bunch of smart people into a room together, mm -hmm. they come out dumber. Really? And they, this is based on a study. Volunteers with an average IQ of 126 were put into problem-solving groups. The first problem was who would sit where. And then they settled on that, and then they went to work. Okay. So before long, there was a pecking order that emerged. Sure, mm -hmm. I believe that. Pecking order is a term that comes from the chicken world. Right. A average IQ four in that case. Whoever, whoever's beak is sharpest mm -hmm. gets and it to has really to do, boss the rest of them around. Exactly. It has yeah. to do with the hierarchy. Those lowest in the poultry pecking order are among the first to arrive at KFC. <laughs> So in this Virginia okay. Tech study, the lower IQ people showed a higher response in the part of the brain that deals with fear. In other words, 
the IRS portion of the brain. <laughs> the higher performers tend to drop down to the lower level, uh, just the way Macy's shoppers drop down to the bargain basement. <laughs> well, the, the result is a greater collective dumbness than if just one smart person had done the problem solving alone. Hmm. Does that make sense to you, or does that seem counterintuitive? I I don't know. Did they say? Did they? Did the observation or the study figure out why, or give any um, theories to why that happens? No. I mean, I guess I don't know. We'll kind of get to that, but the phenomenon seems pretty abundant in real life. They say anybody who ever went to a bachelor party or an office party or a frat party or a tailgate party has witnessed firsthand what sometimes happens when uh, otherwise intelligent humans congregate. Now, of course, right. in those situations, uh, alcohol is added to the recipe. My own studies have shown IQ points diminish in direct correlation <laughs> to adult beverages consumed. It is known as the tequila to brain ratio. <laughs> Right. <laughs> in recent news studies, uh, news studies, Exhibit A uh, is this notion of a lessened group thinking was that Secret Service incident down in South America. Remember right. that? Right. Yes, where they had all the hookers and yeah. Woo. These eleven, these agents are pretty sharp guys. Right. I mean, they're brave and courageous and bold and all of that. But collectively, they came up with an alcohol-fueled boondoggle that no single agent probably would have thought of by himself. Right, so the the term the the pack mentality, I guess, is what comes into play, where, and maybe you are bolstered more to do things that are riskier when you've got other people around you. I think if you're by yourself, you tend to make better decisions because you're not willing to take the risk by yourself and take. I don't know. Do you understand what I mean? It's yeah, like I think more I do. people are around. It seems like well, if they're all doing it. I guess that sounds okay. Yeah, let's do it. I'm in And there's also peer pressure, too. Don't yeah. forget. You get, you get peer pressure. I mean, I'm sure there were some of the secret agents, secret, secret service guys, who were like, dude, this is a bad idea. And maybe they were encouraged. Um, and, I think it's a bad idea, man. What's the matter with yeah, you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. yeah. Wait, what a that all makes sense. But, I, yeah, I don't know uh, in terms of problem solving. Is it because some people are reluctant maybe to step up and, and... Come on, man, are you in? Because, again, that pack mentality. Yeah. If, if seven people in the room think it's this and I think it's not, it's, I'm going to be very reluctant to speak up and not go with the yeah. group. Because what if I'm wrong? Right. I, if all these other people see it another way, maybe I'm wrong. Right, exactly. Even though I think I'm right, I might not be. Yeah, I think it's interesting. There are different reasons that people won't speak up, but I've kind of observed that myself, and it, it makes me wonder this whole idea of having meetings all the time in the first place. I mean, is, is it a good idea to have meetings yeah. all the time? I, I personally no. can't stand them. I know a lot of people don't like them oh, either. Oh, I know. But uh, I, I just I don't know that you get... Um, at least in all cases, a lot accomplished. Now, I know there are organizations like um, uh, uh, Amazon, for example, that they they only have meetings big enough, they say, for two pizzas, for example. So right. maybe six people, eight right. people. So when you're in a group like that, and we might have talked about this before, but mm -hmm. when you're in a group like that with, with not as many people, it's harder for you to hide. It's harder, harder for you to... 
to not exactly. not do your share of work and and your share of contributing to the meeting. You stand out more. I can't think of how we've we've been in meetings before uh, for the, for the morning show, but our meetings were always just just the morning show and then whoever our boss was. But yeah, I don't ever remember you being particularly um, <laughs> engaging in those well, I meetings. Know. You just would sort of. No, I I'm d- not trying to. Fo- I'm not trying to be mean to you. I'm just saying you. No, just, you're, you're kind of mean. You, you, <laughs> pretty mean right now. You would just sort of sit there, and I could totally tell you didn't want to be there. And I don't even know what we got accomplished in those. Well, meetings. the other thing about it is, when we used to be in radio, we would do three, four hours of radio, and I'm kind of kind of all talked out. I don't want to sit and go through a meeting too. Exactly at so 10 a.m. because the boss comes in at nine, and they're all fresh and ready yeah, to go, yeah. and we're at the end of our work day. Yeah. So you're right. So I guess if they want a meeting. You know, what we should have said you want a meeting. You'll take it at 4 a.m. when we're when we're fresh before our show. Yeah, get your you, tiny in there you, at four. Yeah, you come on in at 4 a.m. <laughs> All right, I just won't. <laughs> they would more than likely say. Right. Uh, that brings me to another topic, and this is something I saw in a business page someplace. It isn't important where. It sounds important if I say it was on a business page. Right. Even though it could be something small. Like, you know, Women's Day or something. The Inquirer. And this guy asks this question. Are quizzes valuable tools or are they irrelevant? And I guess the sidebar to that would be, are job interviews useful or are they irrelevant? Can't you, can't you, wouldn't you be just as likely to hire an employee that was really great and really worked out by just based on your pure gut? Then going through a long interview process. Well, wait, where would you get the information then to make that decision if you don't have an interview with them? Do you mean just off their resume? Yeah. Well, first of all, you know, this is, the resume is lar- uh, very often filled with fiction. Lie. Yeah, a it's lot a of times. a big time. fat lie. A lot of times it is. And people are getting caught at that all the time. Right. But uh, back to the quiz thing, this writer, his name's Andrew Hill, he said, I am brusque. We know what brusque means? Uh, um, cold. <laughs> I know what it means, but I can't. No, it's like uh, I brusque my teeth this morning. <laughs> no, brusque it, is. I guess is, it means is, he's, is sharp, he's, is, he's sharp and curt yes. and even snotty. Yeah, okay. With telephone posts. I'm very familiar with brusque. And he says, I, <laughs> I regularly uh, been the spurious results of self-interested surveys, but I confess to being a sucker for questionnaires. From these multiple choice forums to pop-up ads masquerading as reader research. And uh, he, he says that these, and, and we're seeing this now with these polls. In some ways, I think the only reason we have Election Day is so we, we can see if the polls are correct or not. All right. So I'm still missing what you're trying to say, or what he's trying to say, is he does not feel that questionnaires are valuable in, in terms of what? I mean, t- they're gathering information, aren't they? Well, you yeah, have You have 20 people who answered, and 12 people felt this way, and 9 people felt that way, or that's not good math. 8 people felt that way. Says, and it sounds like he all, he also never took the Cosmo quiz. You know what I should have done? I should have read this article before I brought it up. <laughs> Good idea. Why don't I read this article first? Okay. And well, I'll just I'll just read it I, right now. I like Cosmo quizzes. I you, mean, all quizzes. What do you like? Now, look, somebody's running I something. I know. What the heck is going on? I don't know. Every every time we do one of these podcasts, somebody open the window wider so we can l- let people hear. Very audible. Well, now look what you oh, did. it's a dog mowing a lawn. That's what it is. <laughs> um, no, I do. I like quizzes. Um, but do you think you learn anything from them? 
or are they sure why wouldn't irrelevant? you well that's a great question if if I, I if i take a quiz and i find that i'm in the lower percentile of what everybody else thinks i don't know that that's going to really change my feeling about i i don't know i don't know yeah forget that topic that's that's topic Polls are sucks. stupid I think I, I, you know, th- these are like the articles that I pull out that I think, oh, I know. All right. oh we'll talk you know about what? that. And I, then it turns out, I can't remember why I thought it was interesting. I want to talk or to even you, if it was. I want to talk to you about an article I found. Um, well, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, come on. No, no really. I'm kidding. Of course. I, and I, this, this isn't really pertinent to really anything other than the fact that Christmas is coming up and there are uh, all the toys. Have you just noticed all the toys that have crowded the shelves oh, and yeah. they're everywhere now? Yeah. And I read an article in uh, in The Week, one of our favorite uh, magazines here at Peculiar Podcast, and they did sort of a slideshow on and the... And can we sell people on The Week? I hope so. A little so. bit. It, it yeah. is, it's a nifty little magazine. I don't know. It's been out maybe five years or something like that. And they only publish 48 issues a year. So you're not going to get it every week. But most weeks you get it. And it and is just it, jam-packed with all sorts of great articles that aren't lengthy because really what they're doing is they're calling some of the best articles out there yeah. and information and, and it's, presenting it, it in a really easy to read. You can consume it very quickly. And when they when they discuss issues in there, they actually, uh, you know, put both. It's not it really is fair and balanced, mm-hmm. unlike yeah. certain broadcast entities, for example. And they, they put the, the pros and cons, uh, the yeses and the noes in there. So you get a pretty good sense of what all the talking points are on on issues on uh, and and there's don't don't think they're they're highbrow they have stuff about celebrities in oh there yeah and, it's great and all kinds of stuff but it's really good it's called the week and you can you can find it online too yeah you can also follow them on Facebook as well so all right as so, do on Podcast. so, so they, you saw this they, in the week they've come out with um, this is actually their online update called 10 things you should know today yeah and uh they came out with a an article about nine creepy controversies. when they come up with 10 things that you need to know today does that put a special kind of pressure on the person who's the editor of that particular section <laughs> larry i can only come up with nine i've been racking my brain all that i can't come up with 10 well they came up with nine creepy controversial dolls um that are out and i don't know i've heard I've heard a couple about a couple of these, but I wanted to find out if you were. So these uh, are dolls you can actually buy for Christmas, for holidays, right now. Yeah, the first one that really bothered me was, was a doll called Baby's First Baby. Baby's First Baby. Do you have any idea what the doll does? The doll doesn't give birth, does it? It does, and it's a baby in a diaper that has a baby inside of it. Huh? Yeah. It's a pregnant... And, and pregnant dolls aren't new. You know, there was Midge's friend. No, I know, Remember but it Barbie, wasn't a baby. Barbie's friend birth. Midge had a removable See, I'm, I'm tummy. See, I'm going to stand tall on this one. I am against babies having babies. I think they're far too young to be having babies, much less having sex in the first place. That's my position. You're free to disagree with it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I believe. Well, too bad. A lot of people apparently are buying it. Baby's first baby. That's just, is, that's just weird. It's a baby, diaper-clad baby doll. It's available at Etsy.com. Very disturbing because inside is a little fetus, uh, a little plastic fetus inside the baby. What is that supposed to teach the It comes with milk child. bottles, warm towels, 
Stretch marks. The baby doll comes with stretch marks. Oh, for crying out loud. And, of course, as I mentioned, the miniature newborn. You want to know how much it costs on Etsy.com? Just take a guess at... Well, I know that the cost of having a C-section in the hospital or something, a procedure like that, actually having giving birth, uh, that's going to run into the thousands of dollars. I don't know what this doll would... Now, is this a doll out of Europe or someplace weird? Um, Not that Europe's I, weird. I don't know who invented it. There, The guy's name is there. Um, I don't even want to promote it at all. This is a $900 huh? doll. Wow. $900. So... And it says here, it comes with stretch marks, <laughs> and the water really breaks. It really breaks. Jeez. <laughs> so, so who's... That's just weird. That, that, that really... I saw a uh, doll years ago. It was one of those uh, uh, Winnie the... It was a baby Winnie the Pooh. Oh, and cute. And the, the title of the, of the doll was Baby's First Pooh. <laughs> Seriously, well, I know. Yeah, baby's first poo, P O O H. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But still, I thought, yeah, really, well, what am I buying here? Well, now that you mention it, uh, there is a doll out called, um, uh, it's it's oh gosh, I don't even know what. Oh, it's the farting pooping Kong Suni doll. A South Korean toy maker is taking a whole, <laughs> taking it to a whole new level of reality. This wide-eyed doll eats cereal, it farts, and it poops. And you can buy separately. Gee, where can I get one of those? You can buy separately uh, a potty that has a flushable, smiling poopy inside of it. <clears throat> so when she poops, it comes out with a little smiling face. <laughs> well, I've seen those. Isn't that <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't happen all the time for me, but. <laughs> Once in a while. Uh, I don't know. So, you know, there you go. That's we didn't have dolls like this when we were young. The, the, no, the, the kind I had, I mean the kind that <laughs> girls I knew had. Now, here's the one. And we, I think we talked about this. This came out last year. The um, Betsy Wetsy was. Yeah, the Betsy Wetsy was, was the a most. Urinate, but it was, it, you just you just put the little bottle of water. Of water. Into the doll mouth, right. and then it would come out the, the the other end. Right, rather quickly, by the way, <laughs> F- faster than a beer can make a run in a in a frat boy. All right, so the third one, I'm not going to go through all of them. These are just the most disturbing ones. I know you've heard of this one because it was um, huge controversy. Um, um, yeah, last year last about year. the, the yeah. nurse, the uh, the breast milk baby. That's right, I remember that one. Yeah. So this this controversial creepy doll um is apparently um comes with an apron that you you the the little girl will put the apron on that has fake boobies in the apron mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i guess there's milk in those little boobies uh-huh. and she can then just attach the doll oh. to her apron and pretend she's well, breastfeeding. can she now what do you know about that um so anyway, some child psychologists were saying, yes, it's a, b- a bit of a confusing mechanism for children to be even well, yeah. dealing with at that age. Baby's first baby, even worse, arguably. So yeah, breast milk baby. Um, so what's going to be the natural next thing from baby's first else. baby? Baby's first kitten. There's nothing where else. Where a baby gives birth to a kitten. There's nothing else out there. They, they've made the baby do everything it, ha- it can do. Well, I don't know about that. What do um, you mean? Uh, you, you do you remember 
few months ago, you brought up the movie called The Human Centipede. <laughs> we start with cutting the ligaments of the kneecaps. <laughs> I'm surprised you're even bringing that up again. It's horrifying. Well, I mean, I think it. that's where they could go. Where you stitch eight or nine babies together <laughs> to create baby's first human centipede. <laughs> You better run out and patent that right now because somebody's going to do that. Well, that, that leads me to something you and I have not, not talked about on a podcast before, but, but why not? And it is this idea where we think uh, of ourselves as human beings, as the predominant life form, perhaps in the entire universe, but certainly on this planet. Right. We think we are it. all that. Right. We are, I think some people would say we are more mannered. We are more, I mean, have better manners. We are more ethical. What does a horse or a dog know about morals and ethics and things like that? So None that I've ever so, met. So we feel like we are all that. We're and superior. We're, we're high, the higher life form by a long shot right. than other things. Okay. Other creatures. Where How, are you going with this? Well, uh, Let's just see where it goes. But I'm just saying, do you think that, let's just say any animal, but let's just say uh, a dog, two dogs. Do you think... <laughs> okay, wait. Can I, before you keep going here, do you want yes. to just rethink this? You don't have to say what you're going to say. No, I'll say it and I'll try to say it in a, in, a, in a way that you'll understand okay. what we're talking about without being graphic about it. All right. So but do you to think take when, two dogs, go. I just wanted to give you a chance for. I wanted yeah. to give you an out right there. Yeah, I know. But well, so go either, ahead. Either we have to stop this whole podcast and start over, or we've already come so far. Okay, I mean, I've already begun re talking about <laughs> articles I haven't even read, so I couldn't remember reading. So, All right. so we got two dogs. Go ahead. All right. So I remember as a kid walking home from school one day. And my friend said, hey, look at that. And I said, oh, my God, those two dogs are stuck together. And I, I, had, I didn't know what it was. I, I had no idea. I'd never had any birds or bees training yet. And I was shocked. And I thought, oh, my God, we got we to gotta do something. So they you, got stuck. You couldn't figure out what the stuckage was created by. You just saw them attached, and it was, like, yeah. odd to you. I, yes, I think mm. that's right. Okay. Um, you know, and so uh, we decided that we would get a, a plate, a, a, a pot of water, ice, <laughs> cold water. And, and uh, again, it's that thing. When you get two people, they become dumber than just one person. Right. What, what would yeah. you have done if you'd been left to your own own devices? Just well, I, I first I remember first we were we would get on opposite ends of the dogs. No. Trying to unstick Pull them. Oh. Well, we, we didn't know. We didn't know. Did the girl dog cry? Um, I don't remember. It's quite a while ago. Oh my gosh. But uh, so uh, then finally, <clears throat> and the boy dog's probably like. You know, get out of here. On, You're man. cramping my style. <laughs> I've been trying Do you to... have any idea how long it took me to get this place? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Only after, much after that, did I learn some of these things. How and, old were you about? Uh, 26, maybe, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Wow. That was a big learning day for you. <laughs> Okay, so you know what I will tell got, you. I will tell you this, Lisa. Oh I was much older than I should have been. I was well, very late to the party. I I really 
I think most kids my age had a grasp on, on these things. Well, no, things. this doesn't surprise me, and I do want to hear what happened with the cold water, but you're the oldest. I was the oldest of, of all a, the brothers. Of a, of a very, so really... very Catholic family, and so, my mom never talked right. about so that. So you stuff. didn't really have anybody that could um, cor- sort of clue you in on, hey, man, you're not going to believe this, because you I... were the oldest of the brothers. But did you then clue all your brothers in? Did they get that information from you? I don't think from me they did. I don't remember. Really? Uh, I figured they could learn it in the gutter just the way I did. <laughs> I thought that was good enough for them. <laughs> so right. anyway, uh, I find this out, and then I, it turns out that this is the way that animals reproduce. It turns out this is the way humans reproduce. Uh, and this was true of, uh, you know, kittens and elephants and horses and all these things. And this was just, it, could, it blew my mind. I, I, rem- I remember finding out, too, and it blew my mind, too. Our, so, our, we had a neighbor lady who was pregnant. <clears throat> and I remember one of the neighbor kids coming up and going, do you know how she got that way? And they and she told us, the, the little our friend told us. And we're like, nah, she would never do that. Come on, think. that's no, no, no. Or picture your mom and dad. Don't. Uh, no, and then, then or your grandparents. Maybe the dogs are doing that over there, but not my mom and dad. Or your grandparents. That or, isn't yeah, how it was really shocking to find yeah, out when to find out that that little friend of ours was telling the absolute truth. And then we can get into the whole thing, I suppose. Of when's a good time to tell a kid and all of that, but. I say just let them find my, the stuck dogs. That's, yeah. Just don't even or tell them. Purposely stick some dogs together <laughs> and say, you, you dope it out, kids. Come in the house when you with your questions afterwards. So, okay, so the poor dogs. So uh, it got me to thinking that as I got older and I learned more about this thing called sex, that uh, I learned there are were other um, manners of going about that same act that wouldn't necessarily be for reproductive purposes, but could just be for pleasure purposes. Right. Let's say. Where where you where you, the conventional place <laughs> to put, say, a certain I organ don't, I don't really is actually to. there are there's somebody has figured out there are other places where you can do it that would simulate uh, perhaps yes, the yes, same experience. Yes, you're right. Yes, you're I'm right. making you turn red, aren't I? I know. Go okay. ahead. All right. So my point is this, and I'm sorry. And I I, I think I was fairly, you know, I tried to you be were, not graphic. You were, but gosh, you're exhausting me. I know. What? So my point is, I had the question, I think everybody has, uh, do animals also, and I don't want to use the word perversion, but... It's do, not a perversion, but no, do none they... None of these things are perversion, uh, but do animals Do they also, operate outside of the realm of reproduction, is what you're thank saying. Thank you, thank you. Do animals do that? In other words, does... Um, well, okay, you, you don't... You, you don't, you know, don't, don't you have to be have other to, words. Yes, you're right. there are no other no, words. Yeah, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, um, I... I, I, can, uh, I, can I confess something? Do you know the you? answer to this? I've actually looked this up. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? How did you look it up? How did you Google it? What what did you put in the little Google window? I don't know, but all I can say is... Now, come on, you know. If my computer ever gets, um, I don't know, looked over by the government for any particular reason they're gonna some eyebrows are gonna be i look up weird crap all the time Well, everybody does don't they I look up weird crap i just put in the words here i'm gonna space them out for how about you. how about if i put this in do other do other living things other than humans uh have unconventional uh um, i was more specific sex. than that okay 
Okay, and you could be, but I'm not going to be that specific. No, no. On this podcast. And the answer is yes. The answer is yes? The answer is yes. Other animals do? Yes. Oh, they do? Yes. I I would have assumed the answer was no, because I was getting to that point that we think we're all that and we're higher life form and all of that. However, other animals don't do the odd things that we do as humans, but it turns out they do. Yeah, you need to Google goat sex and see what's going on there. Those goats are some naughty little, naughty little billies out there. Yeah. This is a song about Billy Goat. Really? Yeah. A young man that never knew what he wanted. Really? Check it out. Yeah. Billy Goat moved over to the East Coast. Well, he never knew his name, but he'd always get him what he wanted. I would never goats, have believed that. Goats are. Goats, are you sure? Goats are pigs. You know, don't believe everything you read on the internet, especially about goats. Go ahead, look it up yourself. I read all about it. Goats are doing stuff that have nothing to do with bringing in little billy goats. Really? Uh huh. And they like it. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. See, I made I <laughs> I conclu- made a conclusion without knowing the facts. I know you. Because I wanted to demonstrate that maybe we aren't. The highest life form that I've that we think of things that animals would never think of or do. And and it's not just goats. There's I really didn't get past the goats. There was a bunch of other animals listed that do these sorts of things. Um, and it's not only what they're doing to each other, but it's what they're doing to themselves. <laughs> this is getting very uh, obscure. Um, uh, it's getting... Difficult for me to un- understand. I spend now. a lot of time by myself at home, and I look stuff up all the time. Yeah, it's it's shocking, isn't it? That they're, the animals so are... So let's are... picture you at home by yourself. And I'm like bored. What am I going to look up today? So this is the music that would be... If there, if there was a movie about what you do at night by yourself, this would be the music. <laughs> Something like that. That's exactly spot on. Yeah. So you asked the question. Uh, I'm just telling you, I looked it up, and it does. It happens. Hmm. So what do you think about that? Is so it, are, are there, you are you taking the position that you don't think that that's accurate? I'm not taking a position, and I wish you wouldn't put it that way. <laughs> or do you think that, or are you surprised? In, I'm surprised. Yeah. Very surprised. I I yeah. Assumed, look up goats. They're doing. Things. Well, now wait a minute. Now now I'm talking about. It's, are you singling out goats? Goats were at the top you're, of the list. You're for scapegoating what, goats. For what I was what I was uh, Googling. Goats were at the top of the list. So you're saying other things. Than reproduction. Uh, I would say the closer uh, the creatures are to humans, like primates, Well, you for would example. think it would be a given that monkeys and orangutans yeah. are doing all sorts well, they of like stuff. Well, monkeys like to throw their own feces around. Right. So why would... Yeah. yeah. But, so yeah, goats are up there. There's other... There's some other... Uh, yeah, chimps. What about and, cute little kittens? I mean, kitty cats. What about... I don't what about, know. I haven't... Think of the cutest animals you can. <laughs> a, a panda bear. Yeah, panda. Now, pandas wouldn't pander to... The, the... I don't think they were on the list. But goats, oh man, they are nasty little Maybe creatures. they should close the goat barn at the fair. <laughs> That's right. Jeez, kids, imagine, kids are going to get it. Just a... imagine how you felt when you came across the two dogs that were stuck oh, together. 
Would I like it more or less if it was goats? I don't be know. Horrified. I don't know. So, all right. How I don't want to talk. How about was it for you? Not bad. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this all anymore. Right. I'm sorry. That did, that just uh, that went in a weird. Direct, I but, tried to get you. I gave you an out like three times. I, know, I gave you an out, I and know you, you just kept on no, driving. I had down no that idea road. that you knew the answer to that. I thought I was. Sitting up on my high horse, just so sure I was going to make a dramatic point about about us humans as as thinking that we're so superior to the most creepy crawling creature on earth, and and we're we're all pretty much yeah the, the level the same of spot. the level of depravity uh, that we have is pretty much the same with goats. Maybe slugs and, and worms that are uh, that are hermaphroditic in nature. Maybe. They're just keeping to themselves. Maybe they're the highest form creature because they're they're not doing anything creepy seahorses. involving an, anything else. Yeah, seahorses too, right? Seahorses don't. You remember that seahorse incident they had down in Enumclaw years ago? No. A man was killed by a seahorse. Do I have that story wrong? <laughs> yeah, you I, do. Yes, I, I do. You know that that was that terrible story uh, down in Enumclaw where it, there was a man, and because he was killed. Uh, it the, it made the news, and I remember how difficult it was for the newspapers to report on it. Uh, right, because you know they're geared to the media wants to provide you know give the facts of the mm -hmm. case and 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 report the news as it happens. And this was one of those cases they couldn't report it as yeah. it happened. They had to be extremely vague. Yeah, vague, but not so vague that they didn't say he was having sex with a horse. I mean, they had to say what happened. Did they say relations, though? Did they say he They had, might have. They might have. There was just a million ways to say having sex without saying having sex. You so, know, he, he, uh, the, uh, what, <laughs> he was um, making whoopee. Well. Which is a very. Um, yeah. Well, my, my point was that, that the TV show I used to be part of, Almost Live, uh, was uh, off the air. It was out of production. By the time that news story came Dang along, it. and so I was always thinking, what would we have even mentioned that story, or of how course. would we, how would we have gone about it? And uh, you would have to, right? Yes. Here's how I think we would, what I would have done, something like that, where you where you bring it up, but you don't really do anything with it. Yeah. It starts with uh, two guys walking out onto the set of Almost Life, wearing a horse costume. That's kind of where I was going to go. Guy in the that. back, guy in the front, and then. And then the, the guys walk out as a horse, and then you just kind of turn to the camera and say, if you think we're going any further with this, you're wrong. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and very good. Just, you just leave it at that. Yeah. I think that's what you'd have to sure. do. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Are you done now with this? Boy, I hope so. I'm really sorry. I, I just, uh, uh, boy. Uh, did we ever talk about this idea of sharing? I think we might have one time. What do you mean? Uh, it's the first thing I remember that a parent would tell a, a kid. Ah. It is nice to share. Yeah. I, I was the oldest of or five Or you brothers. have to share. I don't remember it being told to me as it's nice to share. I remember being, it was dictated. <clears throat> yeah, most, I guess you're right. Most children yeah. are, it's dictated that you have to share. You must so, share. So I remember my brothers and I getting that all the time. Share your toys, share your food, share your clothes. And so my brother Mike and I, we're good about that last one. We we swapped out underpants every two days, <laughs> getting a week out of each pair. Uh, nice. That and my mom said, you know, that's not really what I had in mind. And even the family dog was recoiling at that. <laughs> but my belief was that if you're going to share, then it's got to be all inclusive. It, it, uh, I mean, if if like if I 
got in the refrigerator and I took a glass of milk and it was sour, it'd gone bad, then I, I think that I would say to my brother, Mike, come here, taste this. You've got to drink this. Be- <laughs> I need to share this with yeah, you. Yeah, I need to share this with you. Uh, and uh, so, like, or if he hit me on the head with a tennis racket, I, I would have to return the favor. That's what I think. If you're going to share, share everything. That However, in this digital age, uh, we got to curtail this sharing thing. And I'm, I guess I'm thinking about things like Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Everybody's got to share everything with everybody. Okay. Hey, look at, I just ate this potato today. It was really good. <laughs> just wanted to share that with everybody. Okay. No, you don't have to share that. I don't think that would well, be Well, why necessary. do you care if they share that? What's wrong well, with them well, sharing that? God, do something else with your time. <laughs> don't tell me you just ate a potato. Who cares? You don't have to follow their feet if they're boring to you. I know. And I know you're right. Yeah. But, um... Because you're right. There's a lot of really inane posts out there that don't bring any value whatsoever. Um, I don't know. What is it that compels people, uh, some people, not all people, but what is it compels uh, folks who want to share banal stuff like that? I mean, why do they think anybody cares about that? Well, and it's, that's that? subjective. What you might think is banal might be fascinating to somebody else. Is it banal yeah. or banal? I don't want to say banal after the conversation okay, we I just had, if you're so. all right. Right, right. So there's things that we share on Peculiar Podcasts page. I know. Um, no, I guess you're and right. And some people probably might say, well, that's what, that's dumb. Why? Um, you can never really guess what your audience is going to want to know. So you just sort of put it out there, and there's some hits and some misses. But yeah. I think we're just all one impulsive sharing tweet away from Anthony Wienerizing our uh, reputations. What do you mean? Well, you you tweet something out there that's, like that's getting going to get you in trouble. Anthony Weiner, without really thinking about, oh gee, I, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Yeah, yeah, and then on the next, yeah, you have to think about what you're doing, and you just know. saw just saw a guy at Starbucks spill c- coffee on himself. LOL. <laughs> There's a fly in my room. Wish I had a swatter. Tweet that out. Who, who I'm changing that? my baby's diapers right now. OMG, less cheese for him. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just using those as examples of the it. kind of thing. I, we, I know. You don't need. We don't need to know that. No, you're right. But I guess you should then methodically take those people off of but your friends you, but list. But you're you're somehow attaching it to the uh, phenomenon of social media. That crap happens in the office or at a party. You know, you get that guy that'll stop by your desk. And say, you know, things that you don't care about. This is the same thing. It does. It's not. Well, unique. I know, but you don't it's have to go through thousands to, of them. It's not unique to social media. It's that's just there's some boring uh, let's people just say out there. That, let's just say that social media has now given uh, the opportunity for such banality to to, really? to more people more often. <laughs> that's true. Don't you think? But you can, you know, you can click on there and say, I don't want to follow this person. Really? Yeah, you can. You don't have to unfriend them, but you can just in your news feed. You can just say, "Yes, I would like to see maybe only half of 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 Larry's stupid comments." Yeah. <laughs> or I want to see all of Larry's stupid yeah. comments. Or I want to see specifically. Or I don't want to see any of them. Or I want to see specifically what Lisa Foster is looking at on her computer at night <laughs> when she's home. We now return control of, of your computer or mobile listening device to you until next week at this same time when the control voice will take you to Peculiar Podcast. 
Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Oh.